Shall we head to my favorite planet in the galaxy? The planet of good vibes. 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 <laughs> Beach. We are blasting off the planet of good vibes in approximately five, four, three, two, and one. Top of the morning, folks. Good afternoon and good evening. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ham Planet Podcast. I'm your host, Peter Ham. And if you're new to the show, Great night to have you. Really is. Really is. We have a Puerto Rican special tonight. We have the queen of Puerto Rican real estate in the building. And proud to say she's basically, you're technically a sister-in-law, but you feel like a sister. So we've got the one and only Sarah Ham in the building. Sarah, it's great to see you. How are you doing? It's always good to see you, Petey. So we were talking about Culver. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. I'm just, I'm happy to be here. I feel like your vibe is always chill in Puerto Rico. It always is. Yeah. Want vodka, soda, splash um, of whatever. Five dollars. We have Waiter Cham on, on the um, waiter duty this evening. Being quite a good uh, hubby, I gotta give him that. You bringing food? Shit, can I get a menu? You have pretzels for you. This is a mom thing. There's always snacks, so we have. There's always snacks. How's mom life? Mom life is great. It is a lot though. And we have the most amazing baby. I've heard it from several people and I didn't realize until we went to a play date. <laughs> yeah, I mean. And I was like, oh my God, Chris, can you imagine a baby like <laughs> Right, it's so, it's so um, interesting to see like your kid around other kids yeah. when they're young, just cause like, you have no control you know, over what they do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no control. I mean, you have people that say when you're calmer during pregnancy, the baby is better, which is what I told Chris. I'm like, don't make me angry. <laughs> <laughs> is that true? I have, and no, I really did say that to him. You can ask him. I'm like, I have to have a calm attitude. She's the well, yeah, most that helps chill nourish, baby I'm sure. ever. And yeah. Your mom says that, my mom says that. Everyone that has kid is like, or that's has great. kids is like, she's chill. Good. I'm like, that's so much Chris and I. So I think we're yeah, I'm pre pretty chill. But we do have her on chilled. video. 
Chris is in case Chris is all Chris is chill, but he can get charged up, fired up. Mm-hmm. But you are steadily chill, Sarah. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But I think it's good for a ham brother. Yes. Oh, absolutely. I, think I do the think the funniest it's thing that I've been told is that you know, Chris started his business here before I actually moved here. And he was coming here for pretty much two years, I would say, before I actually came to Puerto Rico, experienced it for myself. And, yeah, you know, he kept telling it, telling me about it. And I was always interested, but also so involved with my career in Chicago. And I had worked so hard to get where I was that I wasn't willing to give it up for a pipe dream. Right. Right. And once I got down here, I was like, this is everything in my head that I ever imagined my life being, but with a fucking Texan, not, you know, (laughs) I thought you were going to say, and the man of my dreams. No, I mean, he is the man of my dreams, but I never expected it to come from... A Texan. A Texan, because my dad's from Argentina, which a lot of people don't know. Yep. But... Your I dad's heard, a beauty, by the way. I love your he dad. He is. He, he loves Had a great time hanging out with him last time he was here. Yeah. I he, hope he got all that stuff we ordered for him <laughs> off uh, Amazon for his iPads. Oh my gosh. Uh, he probably did. And he's using it all the time, but you know, it's just when I got here, yeah, I was like, here, I could a hundred percent. Yeah. You know, this being my life and it whatever. Is. And I have always been very chill, but the funniest thing when I got down here is that everyone that had met Chris Ham for a year and a half in Dorado beach, expected me to be Chris Ham 2.0 female version and female version wow that's I I mean that's hard yeah the thing that I I don't even think that's the standard that's not normal like it's not doesn't exist that'd be a disaster it would be a disaster I told them I go Chris Ham could never be married to the version of himself because it would be complete chaos it would of course it wouldn't make sense yeah, y'all are uh, a complete me couple. Yeah, no, it would just. Which is what I would need. Also, you don't need like a mirror. It's the yin and the yang. You have to mm-hmm. have someone that balances you out. I am super OCD. I am organized. I am. Well, let's not be. You know. We're organized, right, Chief? For sure. Oh my god. Yeah, we're organized. PD, I like that you think you could lie to your audience, but also I'm not I lying. I'm just I'm trying to Rugby protect house. my brother. I have been. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't to all me of your this. apartments. I'm, I'm, we're not even talking about me. We're not talking about me. We're talking about Trammer. No, but you guys need someone to balance you out. The because if yes. it is the 2.0 version, it's an explosion. It doesn't work. Don't work. It doesn't work. I've I've sailed that ship. Don't work. Need the balance. <laughs> Need the balance. Yeah. Yeah. So I've known Chris since I was sixteen. He was fifteen. Yes. 
We were in the same math class. I was a junior. He was a sophomore. What math were y'all in together? I have no fucking idea because we, Chris and I literally had this conversation today about math. We were talking about percentages. I'm just going to move it down for you. And I literally told him, I go, our brains do not work the same when it comes to math, but I think we're saying the same thing. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, yes, we are saying the exact same thing, Sarah. Like, I I think of math in an intelligent way. What is the next question, Chris? Guess question. Huh? Guess question. I've got a guess question. 1-800. Guess hotline. Who's on it? Champ. Trigonometry. I have no idea. And I don't even know if that's the class we met in. All I know is, first of all, this drink tastes like shit. Ayo. Please redo it. <laughs> it's too citrusy with too many different citrus flavors. Trigonometry is the study of triangles. Study of triangles, ladies and gentlemen, is what trig trigonometry is. Over and over again, that you are a mathematician and I am not. That is why I was a junior. Getting back to the story. Yes. In math class with a sophomore. With a sophomore. And I remember talking to Chris several different times and always thinking that he was cute, but I was a junior dating a senior and he was a sophomore. So. He was a baby. Yeah. He's a baby. Baby. What, what's this, you know, this guy, smart guy in the class, but he's a kid. But I'm dating a senior. Who, who is this guy? Who's this kid? But he was always very, very nice to me. And I had a difficult situation happen to me. And I specifically remember him turning around in class and being like, are you okay? It was uh -huh. the first class of the day after my, you know, bad situation. And he was the first person to not poke fun, to not get at me he said are you okay and i was like no but thank you you know checking is like huge so i knew he was a good guy and the other memory i have of him from math class is you know at culver you go and get your mail so sometimes it's before class yep. and so you have to bring it to class yeah i still remember and you get excited girls. because sometimes your parents send you shit and someone sent me burberry perfume and i remember chris being like burberry is my favorite brand ever oh my god he was in love with it yeah yeah he, he has a like, scarf he fucking this wore that scarf everywhere gonna be the best perfume you ever had. Uh, I was like, who are you? A Burberry enthusiast? Like what's yeah. going on? Because I'm very humble. Like I didn't, I'm not bougie like your brother. Uh, yeah, that's a good thing. <laughs> so I was like, okay, so he's cute. So one of our mutual friends, my senior year after I'd broken up with my older boyfriend, you know, yeah. That whole thing was like, he can kick rocks. Hey, Chris Ham really wants to take you out on a date. I'm like, ugh. Wait, how'd you hear he wanted to take you on a date? 
this girl told me she was in my dorm and she was friends with this group of guys because she was the same grade as everyone else. So she's like, this guy, Chris Ham wants, I go, I know Chris Ham. I know him. he's been spinning game for a while. So the picture we have of each other at Culver yeah. is from that first date when I was a senior, he was a junior mm-hmm. and he finally got his date. We went on a date to town. And after that, I was like, mm. where'd y'all go in town? Um, Lake shore, like what, what do I call it now? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's, I think it's. I mean, we had the Alfredo. Used to be Edgewater. Yes, Edgewater. Edgewater Lakeside Grill. Yes. They kept changing that shit. It's something else now. The artichoke dip. Artichoke. We had that. Chris paid for the lunch. What a what a gentleman. Back to the far dorms. Mm. And per usual. Yeah. I said you're a very nice gentleman, but. In my head, I was like, there's no fucking way I would date this kid. He needed to age like a fine red wine. What he, is, why did you feel that way about him um, at the beginning? What I was mean, he doing? I feel like you know your brother very well. But Fair enough. I'm trying to get some shit. <laughs> he, I always loved him. Like, I, I think I love the way he looked. I love how nice he was. He was from Texas. He knew he was as a his person. His niceness is what got you. No, not as. I mean, it's not a beautiful niceness, thing to see. I know like, he's a nice. He's a he was nice heart. to me. Yeah. Yeah. And, but he's, in my he's head. Ni- he's nice to everyone. I don't know. I had a lot of shit happen from junior year to senior year. So I was kind of like, fuck everyone. I dyed my hair brown. Like I was a different person. And when I was a senior, I'm like, why the fuck would I date a junior? I'm going off to college. I just got to, right. you know, like, so I told him, I go, it's crazy hey, how I have this girl, on my volleyball team. Who thinks you're super cute? I think you should talk to her. You did that. And I ended up hooking him up with his first girlfriend at Culver. Ah. Well. Which was a good relationship, the first relationship. But, you know. We're happy happy it came full circle. Yeah. I mean, there was no ill feelings from me whatsoever when it came because Chris and I would always reconnect somehow. Like I would be in Dallas and a bunch of Culver kids would get together for a football game and we would all hang out or, you know, I was dating someone, he was dating someone. We were very respectful of those lines. But then when we were both single, Mm -hmm. which is the funniest thing, I was leaving Chicago I'd been in Chicago for five years and I had tipped my hat and said, no, thank you. I'm not doing this anymore. And started packing my shit up to go to Florida. And I get a call from Chris Ham, a call. And he goes, I don't call anyone, but I'm in town. I'm coming in town for my five-year reunion. Meet me for a drink. One drink. That's all you have to do. Um, 
You want me to finish the story? Nah. What's up? And now we have Charlie. And now we have Charlie. No, I have a picture. I met him at a rooftop grill. Yeah. Who was he with? Who do you think he was with? Out of anyone in the entire world. Well, I know. Here's Don't Charlie. Sheer. Sheer. Yep. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. I'll follow. Yep. I'll follow. He was at the rooftop girl with Sheer. And I came around and gave him a hug. And we started talking. And then we hung out with a bunch of more Culver people. And the rest is history. I mean, he convinced me, even though he won't admit it, to go to his five-year reunion as his friend. This was Where I met your mom. This way, this was um, Culver five year. Yes, you were a senior. Right before your grad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I'm just, yeah. It started in Chicago. Yeah. And he was like, why don't you just come to the five year reunion? All the other alumni come to random reunions. And as someone that, my parents graduated with pretty much the 05 class. So that every year, that's who they're with. Yeah. Um, and then me being very close to 06, because that was the year above me. All my friends were in that class. So I was very close with them. And then my class, and then for his class, I was like, sure. Like, I know a few people in his class, but this is going really well. Brought Toby. Brought Toby. He liked Toby. Yep. And uh, he liked Toby then. Went to his five year. Toby's a good dog. And stayed at your parents' uh, rented house at the apartments. Yeah. Can't remember which one it was. Yep. Yep. Our. The same one we would always rent. And we all stayed up late. The BSDs, you know who you are. You were there that night. And Love the BSDs. Good group of fellas. I Chris gave me the room at like 4 a.m. He was like, go in this room and pretend like you slept there the entire night. So I hear rustling at 7 a.m. And I my bed get ready for the day and guess who's sitting at the kitchen but sandy ham yep and is pouring me a cup of coffee and we drank the whole pot and i told her my life story and told her everything and at this point i was chris's friend quote unquote and sandy proceeded to ask everyone yeah. What they thought of me. And apparently they said, oh, she's great. Blah, blah, blah. Of course. And she thought I would be interested in someone else. And she's like, oh, I wish Chris would date someone like that. Uh, four weeks later is your graduation. Yep. And Chris had already stayed with me for a week and a half. Yeah. Because he was looking at business school. Okay. Uh huh. And he was like, "Come to my brother's graduation. It's not a big deal." 
And I was like, that is a big deal. I feel like it's a family thing. He's like, no, my family is not like, it's not a big deal. You know, it's just going to be a couple people. Right, right. Yeah. It it, it wasn't like a, it was a, it was a monumental moment, but we need you there. It kind of was. For, and oh, yeah, uh, yeah. he brings me into the auditorium when you guys are doing your what is it called? Um, in the auditorium, weekly school. No, 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 the, no. Right before graduation, where they. Oh yeah, the the commencement ceremonies. Yes. The award ceremonies. Chris brings me in. Yeah. Straight from the car, straight from Chicago. And your mom auditorium straight in the eye and goes, oh, it's so nice that Chris has such a good friend like you, Sarah, to come with him to Petey's graduation. Yeah. And now that I know Sandy Ham, I know that she knew. She knew that we were a thing. Yep. But she chose to ignore it. I go to the house that they rented. Yeah. I meet Grammy. I'm not, and my favorite Grammy. story about Grammy is she looked me dead in the eye and she goes, Sarah, are you a Republican? And I said, yes, ma'am, I am. She hit the table so hard. She's like, that's great. That's the best thing I heard all day. Oh, so and true. I remember telling Chris, I go, your grandmother has more energy than most people i know did grammy grammy like straight up asked you yes i swear to god she straight up looked at me across the table and was like sarah are you a democrat or are you a republican i mean grammy's straight up like that because then she knows how she can act but then she was all around the kitchen cooking like she usually is it wasn't like a she's great she's high energy still like she has a motor yeah that is off the chart. No one even knows. She loves. Yeah. When someone is at that house needing to eat. But what's so funny she is still that goes so fast. I remember that conversation at the kitchen table because it was so monumental to me. Yeah. But when Gary married us, your uncle Gary, I he I goes, know Sarah. Him. When is the first time I met you? And I was thinking about it. I was like, oh, shit, like Thanksgiving? Because I always came to Thanksgiving because our families live in Texas. Yep. Best state ever. Yep. If anyone's listening. Um, God bless. And he asked me. And I was thinking, I'm like, for sure it's Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. He goes, no. You were asleep with your dog, Toby, on the couch at Petey's graduation. And I was like, oh, shit, he totally was. I forgot about Toby. Forgot that I was in y'all's house. I met Dana, Dee Dee, Sandy, Grammy, Papa, the whole team. Alexa, everyone. And you didn't remember too much was, wine or what? And there I was still pretending to be Chris's friend. I mean, I wore. Like, I don't think I wore like an American Eagle dress to like final ball, and we have a picture together. I, 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 I knew y'all were a thing. I oh, mean, no I shit. I mean, 
So did Sandy. Oh yeah. Well, but Sandy will tell you that the first time we met at alumni weekend, which is usually right. two or three weeks, if you don't know Culver mm-hmm. ahead of time. Right. We met that weekend and we sat at the kitchen table and we talked about my parents' experience at Culver, what happened, like the whole nine yards. What I was doing in life, everything from A to Z. Sandy knew who I was. So when she figured it out, she wasn't that upset because she was kind of excited, like, hey. Thrilled. Because Sandy has seen some shit. Sandy's a boss woman. I mean, she's seen some. She's seen. But she's she's, seen some shit from you, too, I'm sure, with girlfriends. and. Oh, yeah. Oh. Absolutely. So me talking to her about my experiences, I think. Yes, it comes from my. Off and she was like, oh, my gosh, you slept in that bed the entire night and I had no idea. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, well, growing up, Sandy was like very, hey, no, no girls are staying that ever staying the night. Like when we were y- younger. Um, I wasn't allowed to sleep in the same bed as Chris until we were engaged. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. At your house. Yeah. You not remember that? I know I do. I do. I mean, that's house. That's. And I think that's. Chris, how was a beautiful thing? Even if you're it's not like religiously motivated. I think it's great. You get that build up. And the thing is, is I think Chris would do the same thing to Charlie. <laughs> well, you would 100% do that to Charlie right now. Oh, absolutely. And you would do it to Hadley. Yeah, well, it's not it's not doing it to them. It's setting a standard that you feel is best. Yeah. And my mom's completely opposite and I don't know if it's because she had two girls and like different experiences but well like, i know what can happen when two people are sleeping <laughs> together if anyone knows what can happen i know what can happen poster child over here for where condom.com your favorite dad peter ham you are a great dad though oh i love being a dad. best damn job i've ever had man nothing but good times that's what we're having here and we hope you're having a good time. And first and foremost, I'd like to say, one, this is commercial break, Peter. And two, really do appreciate you taking time out of your day to listen to the Hand Planet podcast. If you're enjoying the episode, please, it would mean the world to me if you could kindly give a review to the Hand Planet podcast on Apple Podcast, or you can always show some love by liking us on YouTube, or you can always share the shit out of anything Ham Planet podcast related because everyone needs a dose of the good vibes. Back to the show. I was DJing my own C section. We can talk about that. My friend told me, make a playlist that calms you down. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh. I'm listening. I'm listening to those now. It's still on. I mean, this could still all be. It could roll the whole time. Okay, so the C section song. You just, you just so I started DJing right now with my C section playlist. Because I had a friend that told me, thankfully, not only did she recommend the doctor, who was amazing, um, that you needed a playlist to calm you down or that would hype you up, kind of like keep you chill. Yeah. And you needed a second playlist because when you're getting a C-section, what they don't tell you is like, you're strapped to the board like Jesus on the cross. Right. And everything's happening and it's just like pressure and all this other stuff. And, um, you know, what's so funny is I remember being in the room before we got taken to the operating room with Chris yeah. and he was like, I'm not going to cry. I was like, okay. Knowing full well that your brother was going to fall like a baby oh, bitch. Oh, yeah. And I remember thinking, I'm like, they, he can't look above the screen because he's going to pass out. I'm going to be alone. I'm going to freak out. And he looked over and he was like, holy shit. And I have my arms strapped down and I have my iPhone in my hand still. And I'm DJing my wow. own C-section. Because luckily I was prepared for it. So How this entire playlist, playlist is all the time. With Walks with Charlie, everything. Because it's such a chill but uplifting playlist. And mm -hmm. she came out to My Girl. Great song. Yes. Chill and um, uplifting in a song is like. But not it technically uplifting because I have some red hot chili peppers on there, some Maroon 5 like emo songs, but they calm me down. Is that emo? Okay. Well, the ones that I chose. We got some Were you ever emo? Yes. Why is it not playing? So what? What is emo? And when were you this? <laughs> I'm still emo. I mean, once you're emo, you're always emo. But I don't understand why this is playing on my Did phone. You have, is it? Gothic and emo are different shit, right? Well, Red Hot Chili Peppers isn't really emo. I mean, the song is, but it just calms me down. Um, I love that. I love that you have a playlist for that. Though. That's sick. How do I? I mean, that's no, sick as in like positively I would say sick. 
No, like taking back Sunday. Yeah. There's so many songs that are so. What's like your number one? Chris. What's your number one song off of those? After what's your favorite song off of that playlist? I'm curious. I have to look because honestly, we can look. Emo we can look. playlists are my jam, and Chris thinks they're the dumbest thing ever. Well, I mean, teach your own. Taking Back Sunday is definitely like the OGs of emo for me. I think I've heard of it. I listened to Death Cab for Cutie. That's. Um, I don't even know. I don't even know what that is. I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed of myself for that face. The best way I could describe it is like we grew up when One Tree Hill was coming alive as like the best show, and they always had great MTV music. Era. Yes, they always had great music on their shows. Oh, there's a 2000s email playlist on Spotify. Stay away from that playlist. Don't touch it. Don't do it. Play, um, I got a song real quick. Can I give one? Glenn Miller band? Yeah, see, I couldn't remember these. Um, Hawthorne Heights, The Used, Story of the Year, Yellow Card. Yellow Card, I used to yell yeah. a part of the verse as my fucking voicemail as an eighth grader on my cell phone. Like Yellow I card went hard. Yes. Gotta give that. Was Good into I was into I mean at that time this music was like the shit. You could feel it to the core. Fallout boy was amazing too. I mean people like to knock them but they were lyricists in their times. I mean they were just of course, all of them got the disco. I could keep going. Like those are. Yeah. I was in my feelings. I was emo as shit in high school, and I still to this day love that music. I do too, honestly. I mean, there's some bangers. I mean, it's great music. I'm looking now, and I'm like, Ocean Avenue. Yes, The Taste of Ink. Yes, Ohio is for Lovers. Sign me up. And I remember going to a, I think it was like a Red Bull concert or whatever, right before I left Chicago. And it was literally like, I think Taking Back Sunday or something. And I went with one of my friends from high school. Yeah. That she introduced me to that music. And so it was like a full circle of like, we are now in our 20s, still jamming to this emo shit music. Even if our lives are great, it's, it's amazing. I feel like there's still it's a growing thing still. Like people who love that era of music, I I know people who are like oh really in there's Facebook groups for it. Like, really, uh, yeah, but like yeah. younger people or older, older people? people? No, for sure it's like older people. Not, I mean, what are we? I mean, we're, we're not old. We're young. Older is in like my age, so thirties, oh. and it's. Uh, so 25 to 35. I don't know why this. Sarah, I, I've got some rapid fire questions for this segment, if okay. you don't mind. 
So I'm gonna be playing Sunday Morning by Maroon Five. You have it downloaded. That's okay. I need to hold the mic. We gotta get the mics a little closer, especially for playing music. Oh yes, sorry. Number one. All right, you got sixty seconds to answer each one of them, though. Okay. Question number one, Sarah. What do the first sixty minutes of your day look like? Go. Um, I wake up, I get Charlie out of bed at 6 a.m., 6.15, 6.30. That's the time she likes to wake up. I let her turn and turn off the lights outside and inside because she thinks it's great. I feed her. We hang out and she goes down for a nap at 8.30. So every morning I wake up with Charlie. Mama duty at the. It never ends. Yeah, and it's fun too. I mean, it's got to be. It's enjoyable. It is because she's always has a smile on her face. She's, she's just, you know. She's the best baby. Are human, or like, you know, the, from the family. It's family. Yeah. Okay. Question number two, Sarah, what is something most people don't know about you? I always ask everyone this question. I'm sure you got a good answer for Um, Either that my dad is from Argentina and Spanish is his first language because my Spanish is not on par whatsoever. I think that surprises people a lot. It does. It's interesting. Your yeah. dad, your dad is a man of many stories. Yes, many yes, adve- many adventures. Story. You should have him on your podcast. I I would love to. That's a yeah. Goal. No, my dad is great. I think you know they always say daughters love their dads. Yes. And you know, I wake up with Charlie every morning. I do a lot of the grunt work, and it doesn't matter what's happening. As soon as Chris walks into the room, yep, she lights up. Right. You know. Right. His so, daddy daughter relationship. Yeah. It's different. It it's. It's you different. Can't explain it. Right. You can't, you can't, can't put it word. Birth because Charlie like can't even speak words, and she's like, "Right, that's my dad." Yeah. Beautiful thing. Beautiful mm-hmm. thing. Question number three. If you could interview a famous person, who would you choose? Taylor Swift, 100%. I am. Question number four. If you, sorry, didn't mean to cut you off there, but rapid fire. If you had a warning label, what would you say? Oh, shit. You should ask your brother that. I think that would be a better answer. <laughs> I want his, I want his answer for that yeah. too. Chris, what is your answer? <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> Don't kick the light. I'm scared. <laughs> What's my warning label? Proceed with caution. <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. We could do the... Um, I like that. I mean, I like... How that. many licks does it take? I'm oh just going to leave it at leave it at, leave it at that. such an idiot. Proceed with caution. I like proceed with caution. 
the Tootsie, uh, you can just go yeah, to the Tootsie, Tootsie Pop, yeah. the Tootsie Pop warning label. I mean, that's, I mean, that's I mean, a fucking classic. Can say that, right? Like just chalking shit. But I think a lady could use that as well. <laughs> but hey, I think that Chris knows a hundred percent. Don't fuck with me. Yours would say, "Don't fuck with me." Like Chris knows. I'm just asking for the warning label. What does the warning label say? Yeah. Yeah. For Chamber. Yours is don't fuck with me. My warning label or my warning label is on Sarah? No, no, no. Sarah's going to say hers. You said yours. I like proceed with caution. Okay, y'all are both proceed with caution. I I mean, that was a good one by Cham. I got to give it to him. But I guess mine would also be like, don't fuck with me because I'm a very kind person. I'm caring. I love to take care of people. You do. Like, I love to give gifts instead of receive them. And like, this is just, you know, however, the warning label. You cross me. Right. It's the end of your life. As it should I be. write you off. You're dead to me. Yeah. Moving on. I love that. So, amen to that. We have next question. I know some of these you can tell me a lot about. So I'm trying to see some of the funnier ones. Yeah, ask the best ones. <laughs> this is a good one. Sarah, if you and I were in jail oh, shit. together, what would it be for? <laughs> This is a great question. <laughs> I feel like you're answer. Probably doing something stupid for your brother, like going to a liquor store after hours or like trying to break into the liquor store. Yeah. I could like, see that happening. Or running from the cops, probably, I think. Because breaking into the liquor store, you're I, the smarter one. You've learned. Uh, well, hopefully. Hopefully. We love you, mommy. Yeah. She's <laughs> dealt with a lot, but we have learned a lot. But I'd say I could see us trying to get into a liquor store like what is fast. Like that'd be some crazy shit. But if we like were in jail for one reason, I could see it. I could see it. I mean, like her store being like, it's not after hours, it's 12.01. Right. Type of thing. Okay. I'm, Chris I'm glad it's, I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad you don't think we'd be in jail for anything, anything too fucking insane. No, it would never be anything serious. It would be something super stupid. Yeah. Some bullshit. I like that question. Um, what do we got? Sarah, what mythical creature do you wish actually existed still? A unicorn. Does that make me a basic bitch? Not at all. I just feel like they're cool. I love unicorns too. It's that kind of yeah, I'm like I an mean, alpha like, male, but I think unicorns represent that it's like one of a kind. Yeah. I feel like they're the the mascot for 
being unique or, or one of a kind, not unique, one of a kind. Yeah. But if unicorns existed in real life, then it's like we got to choose another mythical animal <laughs> because now we got actual fucking unicorns on the world. Yeah. And then I don't even know what I would say. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy to think about, huh? Because um, now I'm thinking of like a half man, half horse. So whatever. All right. Uh, a centaur. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's there's a lot of mythical creatures. Like, what else? I'm a mythical what else? creature expert, might I add. I don't know if you know that, but yeah, I am. I, don't know, so. I sure am. I'll tell you about them. We have the centaur, which is half man, half horse. We have the minotaur, which is ox. Or right, bull and man. Ask me the ask me another question. We've got the hydra, which is seven heads. Shout out to Age of Mythology and all my fellow Age of Mythology brothers out there who know their shit. Is that an actual class? Nah, it's not a class. It's a game. Okay. Uh, Age of Empires. Have you ever heard of that? Nope. Chris, Jamie Ch- used to play it. Cham knows age mythology too. Yeah, you got to know age mythology. Everyone knows age mythology, or everyone should know age mythology. That's what I'm trying to say. Every user knows. Whoa, 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 Sarah. Next question. Huh? Okay. Sarah, if someone narrated your life, who would be the narrator? I honestly don't know. Who do you think? I mean, I would love that. More like Samuel Jackson. That would be hilarious. That would be great. And she thought everything was going to be okay, but it wasn't. (laughs) That leads me to my next question is, if there was a documentary about your life, what would the title of it be? Can we turn off the sad shit? Like, Proceed with caution. (laughs) Yeah, like... I, I mean, I'm feeling the love. Don't get me wrong, sir. That's a great song, but it makes me um, teary-eyed. I think Proceed with Caution is hilarious. Proceed with Caution is great. Who would we choose as a narrator? Samuel L? Mm-hmm. I like Samuel as, as well. As a comedy. Yeah. Because I feel like I done and had a lot of shit happen in my life where it's just like at that point you're like throw your hands up in the air i don't even like, know if what you else is next it 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 ain't a it ain't a comedy it's just sarah genre it's a comedy to some people i'm sure i feel like all of us if we had a movie there would be it would be um like there'd be some fucking hilarious parts. Like people would be like, "Damn, that shit was hilarious." Yeah. 
can't believe I did that. No, for sure. But I think the things that happen to me in general are like, I'm not even going to go into before college, but like after college, it's like Chris and I got married. And seriously, what would the title of your movie be, though, Sarah? What the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? 100%. A Sarah Ham story. Yeah. Beautiful. I'd watch it. No, it'd be a great movie. It'd be a great movie. It ain't over yet. No. It's actually just getting started. So this is if this is gonna be in our movie, like welcome to the show. Because now it's just begun. Um, Sarah, next question. <laughs> Some of these are fucking like I know we could talk about forever. If you were given five million dollars to open a small museum, what kind of museum would you create? So weird. Is How that did weird? You even come up with that question? This question is I I I wrote down after doing some research 21 questions that I like <laughs> that I want to start asking people. So I'm testing them on you. Or not testing them. I, I'm I'm curious. What would your museum be? I don't even know. Like I love photography. So probably yeah amateur photography or is it am i don't know am i well now it's weird because right it's like everyone's a photographer true i I was about to say i feel like amateur (laughs) i just don't like it as a word no see i have to remind myself that the world is different like there's youtube influencers there's instagram (laughs) influencers like i have to remind myself that there's a thing that like just taking a photo and having it be amazing is like not a big deal anymore because you can edit it you can well do a lot of things and before because i have the girl is almost right behind us a piece of photograph that i took of my grandfather and i randomly changed the settings on it to create like a profile of him that perfectly described my grandfather absolutely and there was a couple other photos i did early on like way before instagram was even a thing yeah and it took like a shitload of time yeah right yeah and and thoughtfulness and you know creativity Absolutely. And now it's like it's so easy because the iPhone has portrait setting, whatever. But at the time, I love photography. I mean, growing up, even in my college years, my biggest dream was to go to a poor country and have the women make textiles that I would use for purses or jewelry or whatever to give back to the women of the community Yeah, and what they do best, Absolutely. give them a job and then sell it to people back in the States and I like also that museum. photograph it. Yeah. Like that would be my dream. But then now it changes because you have so many people that are. No, I don't think it's, there's a, well, a great thing that's happening now 
which it is yeah it's a problem like in the video and photography world like exactly what you're saying but blockchain shout out blockchain is going to help protect creators and like people who create unique um you know photography and videography like the og forms will be valued as such due to the protection it'll have christopher can we not do key lime key lime can we not do key lime can we not do key lime ask me another question sarah you out of your playbook you can read one yes what trend are you tired of what trend am i tired of Hmm. a trend that i am tired of is when you are planning to have a, a conversation with someone as we're having now that pull being on your phone during it is acceptable i say that's the one thing i'm tired of Like, like if someone does that while I'm talking to them right now, I'm like, fuck, that's like disrespectful or like, you're not listening. Yeah. Which that's like, I mean, well, he does. I mean, not my brother. I mean, we, we've had conversations where he's obviously not on it, but Christopher, but it's just like a general, it's a trend. I mean, it's a trance. That's a trend I'm tired of. And it could be all time. I mean, everyone does it. Men and women alike. Can you get PB and I another drink? Please. Here, we'll get we'll get one here in a sec. <laughs> He's taking her easy. Um please. I would say the trend I'm most tired of is <laughs> what trend mommy are you influencers. Mommy influencers. I think brother, I'm okay. I'll do yeah. See, I don't like liquor, but I like beer drink. Yeah, it's a beer. I'm a beer I'm a beer guy. I'm a beer guy. Give me a, give me a fucking beer. <laughs> Can I get a beer? Well, do we have more beer? Yeah. Okay, I'll take a beer. Yeah. Any beer. Thank you, brother. Beer guy. <laughs> Wait. See, it's because I told him I hate the key lime. <laughs> Sarah doesn't like the key lime. Howdy there, ladies and gents. It's your good friend, Commercial Break Peter, here to remind you that today's episode is sponsored by Showing Some Love. And we're back to the show. No, but I also don't like mommy influencers that pop on Instagram two weeks after giving birth, being like, look how... Beer guy. Beer guy. You're so rude. (laughs) No, it's a beer guy. We got a Heineken Zero. Is this? There is okay. no alcohol. No that. alcohol. That's what I drank when I That's was okay. pregnant. It tastes good though. If it's cold, that's warm. Yeah, no, it's great. 
honestly, alcohol fucks me up. That's why I usually am not a big drinking guy. Unless it's like celebratory, which is when Sarah's on the podcast. Yeah. No, I think I hate mommy influencers. There's so much pressure on women these days to be like, I just remember feeling so alone as far as like. Well, the more you consume, definitely the more um, comparative. Like it's natural. It's just natural. And that's why. Right. And and especially the more people you see, the more it just naturally occurs. It's like, it's what happens when someone lives in a city. It's, it's, they're surrounded by so many people that they constantly have so many different measurables and people and looks and all types of shit that they can compare themselves to. Which is not healthy. Yeah, no, and I think especially with, you know, moms that go on Instagram two weeks later and look awesome, which is great for them. Yes. I applaud you because so who's, who's the mommy making a child? Who's the mommy influencer that's pissing you off? Let's get this. No, straight. no, no. no. It's a, vodka soda, little bit of lime juice. You don't uh, like it? I'm gonna fuck off. It's good. Do it. No, there's not one mommy influencer. It's Instagram, as you know, as a social media person, like put stuff on your feed that. Oh, yeah. It's the algo. Most frequently. And, you know, there's. Smash a like. Do it for the algo. To me, obviously, it's like moms that bounce back really quickly are on Instagram a lot, but it's the moms that struggle behind the scenes on yeah. posting on Instagram, right? Again, they're being a mom. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I think to any moms out there, pregnant moms, I would say is like don't don't feel compelled to have to share your story or there's so many stories that are like, you know, so different that aren't posting on Instagram and you see all these parents with their kids or moms that are like, I'm so happy with my newborn, like blah, blah, blah. I'm bouncing back. Everything's great. Right. Good for you. hundred percent. I applaud anyone that births a child because it is not easy. I do too. But there are moms out there that don't bounce back that have issues with yep. anything from breastfeeding to postpartum to uh, all that other shit. And there are mommy bloggers that talk about it, but it's not accepted as much as, Oh, look at me. I'm still in my you know, right. the, the cutoffs and bikini because I'm a size two and I just yeah, got a five pound. Baby. Those are all like, fantasy stories like it's not even real real life like charlie was nine pounds nine ounces so she was basically 10 fucking pounds 10 pounds big old baby broke my rib kicked the rib i was just when that shit happened broke my rib two weeks before she was born 
that was more painful than the C-section. And I had the C-section because I couldn't push. So it changes your whole birth story. And it honestly was, I think the first time I realized that I can control my emotions. I can control my actions on things because when she broke my rib and I was nine months pregnant, I was 37 weeks pregnant. Yeah. Chris was gone for the weekend for a wedding in Texas. So two hours, three hours away, you went with him in case I went into labor. Yes. And I remember telling my mom not to call Chris right away. Cause I was like, he's going to be at this wedding. He's going to think that, you know, I went into labor or something (laughs) bad happened. We were like, Oh shit. And, uh, she called you and we were at Josh's wedding. Yeah. yeah. And she called Chris and she's like, don't worry. But you know, yeah. but the thing was, is like, she broke my rib. Yeah. It was the slightest movement of like, it's impressive. You know, nothing you would ever expect. It hurt so bad to the point where I could not cry. Cause if I cried, it hurt more. <laughs> yeah. I'd have to breathe in or I do know, something I, yeah. weird. A lot of injuries can do that, which is like crazy. And it was insane to me. And yeah. I remember telling the ER doctor, you can ask my mom. I was like, I know this rib is broken. I 100% know she broke a rib. And they're like, oh, you probably bruised it. Blah, blah, blah. I'm someone that's never broken a bone in my life. You're like, it's I've never fucking, had it's this issue before. And I yeah. heard it. I heard it crack. I felt it. And I was like, do an x-ray. Because he was about to send me away with like an ibuprofen. Because when you're pregnant, you can't take anything unless a doctor sees you and prescribes right. it. Whatever. And they got the x-ray back. And he's like, oh, we were right it's completely broken i'm like yeah no fucking shit like i told you that i feel the break 12 hours ago Mm -hmm. and then i was on bed rest for two weeks in a chair i couldn't move and then i it was not had a baby at 39 weeks that was nine nine and everyone asked me they're like oh you didn't have juvenile diabetes you didn't have any issues i'm like no that is a large child big baby she was just a big baby <laughs> isn't like t- tens like generally insane. insane yeah i'm um and the fact that she was a week early was even more insane to people and they always assume like i had an issue because they test you when you have big babies is there diabetes issues is there whatever which a lot of times you can't control but did all the tests. Everything was perfect. She came out. She was perfect. Like nothing was wrong. She was just. You're healthy. She's healthy. Baby. <laughs> there was a lot of pain involved, but made it happen. But that forced me to have a C-section and then having a C-section and then a recovering rib. It's a lot. It was the worst pain in my life. How are you feeling today though, Sarah? <sighs> I feel okay now. I feel like. How's your body feel? Does your body feel good? 
It's so weird because I think that a lot of times, like, everyone recovers differently. Absolutely. Well, 100%. It depends upon a lot of different factors. With me having a newborn that I was breastfeeding, I re-injured my rib multiple times. Yeah. And recently, like with, I would say in the past two and a half months, I had to go to the ER here in Puerto Rico, which the ER here is seeing a doctor. And I had a callus so big on my rib because I kept breaking it. You know what I mean? Like it just wasn't healing because when you're breastfeeding, you know, you're just moving. uh, You can't not move. But um, I would say in the last six weeks, I finally was able to start working out normally. But I will say even today, like I did my Peloton, I did abs, I did arms and my, my rib hurt. Yeah. So I think it's always going to be there type of thing. Like, and they so tell you get you that, that too. There's certain things I, I can. Yeah. But I tell you that too, like, you know, uh, even with the C-section, they say that you always feel it. And it is true because it's different. So at first you're healing a scar and you're healing those abs, but then later on, it's like, you feel pulling and stretching because right. those inner stitches start moving. Mm-hmm. And then well, when a muscle yeah, and it, then it when feels someone, it, it comes back different. Yeah. New. Yeah. Stronger and then, though. And they say that will happen. It's just like you'll feel stretching. If you, so you're not fully healed. And so like my doctor told me from the very beginning, he's like, when you have a C-section, you should not get pregnant for a year, For you. Oh, shit. which many women do and uh, kudos to them. But he said it will fuck your body up because it's so healing right? from all the yeah. layers and stitching and whatever. So it's uh, almost good. We're coming up on a year. Yeah. Uh Oh, champ junior. No, I want to wait. No rush. No rush. No I'm rush. Still PTSD, which I think a lot of women don't talk about either. It's like having carrying yes. a baby, having a baby, whether it's C-section or natural. It's a lot. Fucking sucks. At least for me. Yeah. Some women have children and carry them, and they're like, "This is the best experience I've ever had in my life." Yeah. Like I have a family member who her first child was like the best experience she's ever had. And then the second child came and she was like, if that was the first, I would have waited on the second yeah. type of thing. And to me, I had such a traumatic experience <laughs> with my well, rib well, and we'll like the, the, the size and like my migraines and everything that happened that they don't really talk about. I need a minute. <laughs> yeah. And a minute is longer than a year. But I also want Charlie to be a toddler and appreciate being a big sister. And everyone's different. I mean, people have kids so close together. And I admire women that do that. And I admire women that can just turn around and have kids. Right. And 
have the best experience. Like that is envious that you are so good at giving birth to children, essentially, which a lot of people don't say like that is it's respect, you know, instead on Instagram, looking at your Chanel diaper bag, I'm more impressed that you have three kids under four. Like that is more impressive to me. You're a badass. Absolutely. You are a hundred percent a badass. Yeah. And you deserve whatever you want. Amen. Yeah. Amen to that. Looking for your. What are we looking for? My list. Yeah, I was going to ask you a question. Oh, okay. We got one, one more, one more question. We'll, this will be the last question of the night because the hand plant's getting a little sh- sleepy. I don't even know where it is. Where? Oh, we threw it on the ground. Oh. All right, I threw it on the ground. Someone threw it on the ground. We got it right here. Sarah, oh, you're asking me. No, you ask me one and I'll ask no. you one. Okay. Okay. So we got our last two questions. Here, I'm going to do our 60-second timer because you're supposed to be lightning round, honestly. Not that... Not that I'm not loving our conversation. Okay. Sarah, what qualities do all of your friends have in common? The funniest quality, I would say, is for sure the fact that all of them are outgoing and more outspoken than I am. Like they are the loud mouths of the group and I'm kind of the silent one in the background, but they're also strong, funny, charismatic, great moms, um, beautiful. And I don't know what else. You, you don't have to take yeah. up the whole time. It does look cool yeah. uh, with a timer on the screen. I know. I felt. I feel like we're on. Uh, 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 who wants to be a millionaire? Okay, now you have to answer though. Okay. For your friends. Yeah, here I'll start. For I'll start the timer. Okay. Three, two, one. What's my question? The Choose a new one. No, Choose it's the same. Qual- it's the same answer or same question. <laughs> okay. That's what I was saying. Like, now you have to answer. I want a new question. No, answer that one, and then I'll pick a question. Okay, okay, okay. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Qualities that all of my friends have. I'd say they are fearless. They are strong, of course, they not only care about being a good example, but they care about being a good person. Uh, And they care about teaching us to other people. And they don't have a fucking great time. 
I'd say that's the traits my friends have in common. Being able to have a good time is a key trait. Okay, so now. Knows how to do that. You're part of that. Time is up. All right, final question of the Hand Plant Podcast for the night. Sarah, what is your. What do we got? What is your best piece of advice, life advice you can give to the audience? The best piece of life advice I give to the audience is always be inspired to dream big. And I know that's cliche, but you know, as we get older, especially when you're, you know, a parent or especially when you're, um, you know, just getting older, simple as that, you lose sight of that, you know, dream big mentality and always having a dream and always knowing that you're continually striving towards that, whatever your dream may be is something that will make your life amazing, in my opinion. Hit timers up. All right, Sarah, do you want me to fire the same one? That was good. Yeah, I already have mine. Mine's easy. Okay, well, let me get, let me. um... Same question. Okay, okay. What is the best piece of advice you could give the audience. I think it's- oh, shit, yes. Sarah, what is the best piece of life advice you could give to the audience? It's from my grandfather. And it's, if you can't do anything nice for anyone once in a while, what the hell good are you? Yes. That is something to live by because I feel like small acts of kindness are game changers. And as an act of kindness, I say thank you for being on the Hand Planet podcast. You are now the second Happy to lady be here. Um, who has made their presence known, and it's been quite the honor. And, um, you know, I'm happy that you're a part of this special journey. And now you've joined the Legends group, is what we call them, mm-hmm. which is all of the podcast guests. It's like a squad yeah i think next you have to have hansel and i on i think that would be hilarious i would love (laughs) there's so many i want to do yeah so many people (laughs) who would be amazing and um, the goal is to get as many of them on as possible sarah ham peter ham and hansel and chris ham would be out of the show It would. Coming soon. And Charlie. And Charlie. Sneak appearance. Sneak appearance, though, in Puerto Rico. When the studio, when I have a full-blown studio. You're just going to run like Teletubbies (laughs) 2.0. No. We're not running Teletubbies. It's just going to be like a king's table. A king's table? Yeah, like a night stable. 
with microphones on it. If anyone can uh, check in and say what's Gucci. That would be a drink from the All right, well, we'll start with the Puerto Rican crew and see what happens. Yes, yes. We're we got a long way to go. We're a different breed, stable. I feel like. A good breed. Yeah. I love it. Right. And ladies and gentlemen, if you enjoyed tonight's episode, please make sure to subscribe. And you can always show some love by giving us a good review on Apple Podcasts. Swipe up. Swipe. Swipe up, motherfuckers. <laughs> and we love you. And remember, family is what matters at the end of the day. Because family fucking strong, baby. Anyway, as we always say, you can never overdose on the good vibes. And we'll see your beautiful faces soon.